all the way in the US of A, all the way from there to here in Brackpan, is one of our favorites, favorite favorites. And we'll unpack the favorite favorite song because there's a new song as well. But Connell Cruz is Zooming with me. I am really stoked to speak to you. Really, really stoked. I'm so stoked. And speaking about favorite favorites, you guys are my favorite favorites. What a pleasure. Honor <laughs> to be back with you guys. Um, okay, so first things first, you are in the United States. How are you? How are you doing? How is your family during lockdown? Um, were you eating and drinking wine like the rest of us? Or were you doing the things? Like, how have you been? hundred percent. We were, we were there with wine and the sour bread and the food and all oh of it. Gosh. We were eating and drinking with everybody. We did all the, the lockdown things. We ticked all the bucket list bu- bu- boxes. We, we did it. And uh, on top of that, we had another baby girl. So our family is now um, four people strong. My wife, Sarah and I, my son, Ivor, and my daughter, Cora. And uh, we're happy. We're healthy. Um, grateful to be so. And, uh, yeah, and we're intact. We made it. Okay, good, good. Okay, music. Now, you know how much we love Take Me to the River. That song is a lot of a song, dude. That song, we need to unpack this song. It is one of our favorite, favorite songs. And I've got to tell you, the first time I ever heard it, one of my coworkers sent it to me. And she was like, can you listen to this and unpack this for me? Because I don't think I'm hearing the right things. And then I listened to it and I sent it to someone else. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. You're definitely listening to the right things. And that's how the song grew and grew and grew. Talk to me about that song in particular. Um, and, and, and obviously, I mean, I can edit this so you can be as, as naughty as or not naughty as you, you'd prefer. I'm amazed. So before I, I'd be happy to unpack it, of course, but before I do, I'm really interested. What, what did she think she was hearing that she didn't believe she was hearing? <laughs> um, um, well, I mean, it's very, oh, how do I say this without like getting in? It's very like 50 shades of grayish. Right. Yeah, I can see that. I think um, when, when we wrote that song, I wanted to go to like a raw, real, deeply intimate, in every sense of the word, intimate place, a place that I hadn't been in any of my songs before. I love doing that. I love going to new places. I, I, feel, uh, I feel like I have to branch out. I have to discover new territory. I have to be a pioneer of, of a sort when, when it comes to writing. And, um, and that aspect, that, that content that uh, subject matter was sort of untouched or if it was touched, it was kind of like touched with kid gloves. Do you know what I mean? All, mm. all my songs leading up to take me to the river, we spoke about love and we spoke about the intimacy and the, and the, and the pleasure of love, but we spoke about it as an abstract thing and yes. sort of as an experiment, sort of as a, I got to try this. Um, I wanted to explore love making in a song without kid gloves i wanted to go as real as possible and for me it's a super vulnerable song so you can imagine when i perform it it's very difficult to make eye contact with anybody (laughs) it's it's um it is really really uh yeah it, it opens you up it makes you feel raw but i love that i love 
I love that I get to feel that, number one. And I love that the song gets to elicit a response like you and uh, your friend. I love that. And, and for me, that's a, a success. And I'm so glad that, that it's doing that for you guys. Tell me about, okay, so you write the song, it's raw, it's you, it's very intimate, very personal. And then you take this, what, like, what is a piece of you in your most private world and you throw it into the universe. How did that feel? I would have been terrified. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is terrifying. Um, but you're missing out a very important, uh, stage in the process. After I write a song, especially a song uh, of this kind of nature, uh, it has to get approved by uh, the higher ups and by the higher ups, I really just mean my wife. Mm. So um, she has to put her, her, uh, stamp of approval. And of course, um, uh, the team at David Gresham, uh, Andrew Mitchell in particular, they have to, uh, they have to sign it off, but thankfully they were all really excited about it. And, that's really the secret when you're when you're exposing yourself when you're putting yourself out there you need to surround yourself with a team who's a hundred percent on your side because if there are any naysayers if there are any doubters um even if those doubters are well founded it'll cause you to second guess um but thankfully i've got a she's a world-class team and they were behind me and behind the song from the get-go and they loved it they loved the vibe of it they loved the feel um just every every the instrument uh, the instrumentation of it, the, uh, the, uh, the genre of it, they, they loved it. And, uh, and thankfully they, they went full tilt with it. It was the first single from my, um, my Confluence album and it, and it was always going to be, it's just a standout song from, from that album. And, uh, yeah, everyone was super proud of it and super on board of it uh, with it. And, uh, and it got so much, so much love around South Africa and around the world. I've been blown away by how much the song has resonated with people and it's, um, and it's challenged me to explore that side more. I am here for this. So talk to me about the album um, because it is, it is a great album and every song is as good as the last one. Like it is a really, really good album. Tell me about the writing and, and how the album, how do you create it? Because I mean, you obviously have more than the songs that are on the album. How do you yeah. tell the story? How do you put them together? Yeah, you've got to sit with it. You've got to sit with it for ages. And in, I think my average between albums is probably going on two to three years almost. Mm-hmm. That's how long you've got to sit with it. A lot of these songs are older than, than even um, the release date. So, uh, for example, between, um, what was it, Barely Breathing and Take Me to the River, I think it's a, I think it's a, pro, uh, a space of like three years. But mm-hmm about half of the songs that are on take me to the river have been with me for almost five to seven years. And that, that process, that evolution process is, it's a lot of tweaking. It's a lot of discovering. Um, Some of them were going to go on to barely breathing and they didn't, they didn't make it because they weren't ready or they didn't fit the story or there's a, there's a million reasons, but when it's right, there's a million reasons for it to be right. And that's, a, that's really an intangible feeling. And you just know they, they gel together. Sometimes it's, um, sometimes it's a project and the inspiration uh, of working with, with a team and, and maybe it's a group of, of songwriters uh, that I'm collaborating with or, or a producer and that just ties it all together. Or maybe it's a theme or maybe it's a story I'm trying to tell uh, or, or sometimes it's geographic. Um, you know, one of my albums, I wrote every single one of those songs in New York and that there were other contenders, but for, for us, 
the decision behind the Into the Wild album was this is the New York album and everything has got to be flavored with that. So, so is there is no single answer there's uh, there's a myriad of answers and um, the only way you can find that out is just by sitting with them just letting them speak to you and uh, and you speak to them and, and you change them and it changes you and eventually you've got it you've got what you're looking for I want to talk to you a little bit about your songwriting because researching for this chat with you tonight I was going through some of your albums and and all of your songs and reading through them as I read the name I knew already the words like I knew the song and it was every single one so you are a hit maker right you write really (laughs) good music and and I mean it, it speaks for itself how do you go into a songwriting session are you writing one at a time are you writing for a specific album or an EP like what is the how do you go into it yeah, so I, I always go into it um, open, open-minded, open-hearted. I very rarely go into a session with a with a preconceived idea. Um, I do have sort of like a, a backpack full of ideas, usually voice memos on my phone uh, that I whip out in moments of um, you know if, if we're hitting a roadblock or, or we need some some motivation or, or a kickstart. But for the most part, I go in completely clean and. Uh, and of course, the best part of a session is, yeah, I suppose, the first 45 minutes to an hour where we just, we're just getting to know each other. We're just talking about everything and anything, and, and we're just joking, and, and we're not even working yet. We're just vibing. And uh, from that, there's a synergy that you've got to put effort into creating. Um, that, um, those sessions always turn out great. And sometimes, uh, sometimes it's quick. Sometimes it's uh, long. You know, some sessions are eight to ten hours. Sometimes weeks at a time. And then I'm your man, for example. Um, that song we wrote in like thirty minutes. We yeah. didn't. We skipped the the introduction to quantify this, but it's it's really magic. It's it's uh, every time every session is like the first time I've ever done it. And that kind of uh, wide eyed openness. Uh, to experience and to uh, and to the process that that's that's a key I think to to success to just enjoy it and and not be precious about anything and not come in with with too much um, weighing on you to just really let it flow and and to, to speak to your point about the titles of the song that's so cool that you said that I'll tell you why when when I was a young guy before I was even thinking about being a musician or anything I think I was in high school I heard or probably primary school. I was super young. I heard this great song by Bob Marley. And, um, or at least I heard one part of it. And the, the tag I heard was, everything's going to be all right. You know that, yeah. you know that song? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I looked everywhere. And at the time, you know, we didn't have a computer or anything. So I just went to the, the CD store and I asked anybody or I, I looked at lyrics, uh, sheets or whatever. And I was looking for the song title, Everything's Going to Be All Right. And I could not find a single song by Bob Marley or anybody, because I didn't even know who sang it at the time, called Everything's Going to Be All Right. The song's actually called No Woman, No Cry. Is that right? Is, yes, I think so. Yes, I think so too, right? I, it's like, it's such a, it's so, so weird that I can't remember <laughs> this. But when I finally found out that the song was called something different to what to me was the obvious hook tag of the song, yeah. it really, it frustrated the daylights out of me. I could not, 
I could not reconcile that. So I vowed if I ever became a songwriter, um, I would intentionally make the hook the title, no matter what, how weird it was. If the hook was powerful enough to catch people's ears, that had to be the title. And the fact that you, um, that you found that when you, when you read the songs and the first lines or the, and you knew the rest of the, the music, that's awesome to me. Cause that, that tells me that um, six-year-old me made a promise that he kept. Uh-huh. No, 100%. And it is No Woman, No Cry. And I never knew that that was the name of that song. I, oh, also, <laughs> I also thought it was Everything's Going to Be All Right because that's the, almost the whole song. Wow. Ah, it's crazy. Yeah. You live, you learn. How Nothing has... against Bob Marley, though. What a genius. No, no I mean, no, la- no duh, no, no never. Shame, yeah. no, yeah. Not dragging Bob ever. No way, um, no way. Connell, how has being a family man changed your writing style? Oh, that's a good question. Normally people ask how has being a, a family man changed your music or your or your artistry, but n- I've never had writing style yet. And that is a great question because I don't know if I could write Take Me to the River again after having a daughter. Do you know what I mean? That's a weird yeah. there's yeah, a yeah. there's a weird there's there's a, there's a line that that you cross when you become a father, you've got responsibility, you've got the world is infinitely larger than, than what it was before. And, and also infinitely smaller, just in your hands, you know, you, when you hold her or you, when you hold your son, that's it. That's, that's your world. And it definitely is a filter. Mm-hmm. It filters into everything, um, including my writing style. I do see the world differently. And, um, and I think it's for the better. Uh, as I release new music, I think um, how the music is received is definitely going to tell us whether it's for the better. But I believe so far it's for the better. And uh, I think it makes me more socially conscious or um, yeah. responsible. Or uh, I just feel like there's less carefree now and more careful. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of my early work was super carefree. It was like... Uh, you know, uh, consequences be damned. I don't know if I can say damned, but yes, um, consequences be effed. I don't know if I can say effed either. You whatever, say whatever you want to put in. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> there was this carefreeness, but now I'm super careful because I've got I've I've got so much more to lose now. If that makes sense. Before I had nothing to lose, but now I I literally have the whole world. And my 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 daughter and my son and my wife they are my world. And to be to be that, to have evolved into that, into that headspace, it's been a great joy for me. And it's, it's unlocked a part of me that I never knew existed. And I'm so grateful exists. And it absolutely filters down into everything, including how I write. And, um, and like I said, I think for the better. It's so beautiful the way that you speak about it. You know, so many of us in this industry put that off um, indefinitely, some of us, and there is no balance and there is no that you've managed to do that with balance with wife two kids um a family life that's obviously very full and beautiful but you're still creating and you're still gifting us beautiful music did you ever think that you wouldn't have that did you ever think that you'd be like one of us who are like okay it's either career or family (laughs) i um i always wanted a family Okay. Always. I just never knew how it would, how it would end up. I'd never met anyone like Sarah before. I, in my whole life, in, in all my uh, 
my many wanderings, I, I never met anyone like her. And until I met her, I just had the idea of family. Mm. And maybe I love the idea of family. But when I met her, it, all the colors were filled in. And I just, this is what family looks like. This is whom I can start this with. And yeah, I can highly recommend that. I can <laughs> 100% recommend finding your forever person and having kids, starting a family. It is the best. 100% recommend. That being said, it's not as if if you don't have that, you're missing out on, on life because life is bigger than just my experience or your experience. It's Life is everyone's experience and everyone's experience is wonderful. But if you are interested in, in uh, family life, geez, just go for it because it's so worth it. I, I really do highly recommend it. And it does, it does change everything. It changes... Um, changes the world and you uh and, and you become a different person but when i was younger did i think that any of that would happen no i just you know i i probably had an idea from the movies from what i saw in like tv shows that this is what marriage is and this is what family is but the realness of it just like you mentioned earlier you know the late nights and the diapers and the <laughs> and the stress you are just always worried all the time oh you're just gosh. constantly worried of your of your kids just always i'd never had that before i was famously like i said care carefree i was famously amongst all my friends super unworried all the time and now I'm just constantly stressed about them. <laughs> <laughs> even, when, even when they're right next to me, I'm stressed about them. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, but, but so worth it. That stress is so worth it, as anyone with kids can say. Okay, you're selling it. I can see why your songs do so well. You're very good with your words, poetic. Like it's just poetry all the time. All the colors were filled in. Like it's just very beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of songs, uh, your latest single for us, Endless Possibilities. Talk to me about oh, yeah. this one. Oh, what a song. We, so this was a, this was a, fun, this was a fun project for me because uh, we, we were contacted by um, Pepsi in the United States. And, um, and specifically, Pepsi owns a lot of things, including the, the soft drink. But they own this product in the U.S. called Quaker Oats, which is like, a, mm. it's like an oat meal it's like we've got tons of it at home so it's it, i think everyone in the states has it i don't know if the us has it but it's kind of just oatmeal really um and uh, like instant oats and stuff like that anyway they they had the they had an idea for for an ad that they wanted to pitch and what they what they wanted was a specific kind of song so i i was working with a team in new york at the time um my friends ben and Tellis and uh, justin Thunstrom and uh, austin um Austin Zudek and we, we all, all of us got into uh, a studio together and we, we just ran with the idea of uh, literally the catchphrase, back to Bob Marley again, endless possibilities. W what does a song look like when the potential is unlimited? And uh, we just explored that. That's really what the song is. It's an exploration of what life could be like if we just took off our blinders, uh, if we just uh, ran unabashed. Again, by the way, I wrote this before I had kids. So you see this, <laughs> this carelessness, this carefreeness. Um, but it's awesome. And it captures that moment so beautifully, that moment of being in New York and, and being so alive with potential. I just met Sarah. Um, I hadn't yet proposed to her, but I was obviously planning it and, 
and uh, when she was going to come to South Africa in a month after I wrote this song, I was going to propose to her. And uh, all of that stuff is wrapped up in there. And, um, and they, they loved it. And they used it for that, that uh, national ad around the whole country. It was awesome. Wow. And when my, uh, when my, I remember we were watching just a, a regular show on, I guess, the cable network. And when it came on the ad, my wife freaked. I was in the next room in the kitchen and she was like screaming. And she was so excited because the, that, that had never happened in the States before. Mm. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd been blessed to have that um, in South Africa and with The Bachelor and, uh, and with uh, several other shows, yeah. but it never happened in the States. And that first time, just like the first time I remember hearing my song play on South African radio on Jacaranda, it was, it's magic. You'll never forget that first time. And yeah. that, was a, that was a special moment. So that's what that song uh, encapsulates for us. And uh, I've been holding on to it, waiting for a perfect album to put it onto. And uh, yeah, this is the one. And, and it fits so beautifully with the other songs and the story I'm trying to tell. And uh, that's why it's our next album. Uh, it's our next uh, single for release. It's, um, it's just the perfect timing, I think, as well, with winding down of lockdown, hopefully... We've, we've reached the end of this COVID nightmare as it's been for so many of us. And uh, hopefully we're seeing light at the end of the tunnel and uh, the future looks better than today. That's what the song is, is trying to capture. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. You are, you are a poet, dude. Like everything you say is just beautifully phrased and just perfect. Um, you are so kind <laughs> the way you speak to me. And <laughs> thank you very much. Hey, I'm here. I'm here all week. You you can keep me. Um, Connell, I know that like you've just given us this and like you're busy, but what do what does the rest of 2021 hold? Are you working on anything new? Maybe a tour for next year? I'm I am working on something new. I'm uh, I'm getting back into studio in February of next year. Okay. So at the moment, um, and I'm coming back to South Africa to do it. Um, oh. Yeah, it's really exciting. David Gresham just uh, revamped their whole recording studios and, uh, and they, they said, you got to come. And I was like, all right, 100%, I'm going to be there. So uh, yeah, February, I'm working towards it. We're, we're in sessions almost every day, just trying to, trying to get as much as we can perfected by then and, um, and ready to go. And uh, from that, hopefully, we'll have the, the start of a... A new album. Uh, like I said, I like to let songs sit for a long time between albums. Um, so this one's a little bit early for me. But uh, when you when you've got this much content, you've got to you've got to find an outlet. <laughs> you've got to find it. Otherwise, you're just going to explode. So uh, it's a good place to be. And um, I for the rest of this year, just sessions, just writing, and then. In America, um, the holidays are really like like a big deal here. So mm-hmm. uh, we've just had Halloween, which was bizarrely amazing, especially with kids. Um, we've got Thanksgiving this month and then, of course, Christmas. Christmas. And for Christmas, my whole family's coming to this side. It's going to be amazing. We haven't oh. seen each other since the lockdown. And, and they've just allowed travel between South Africa and, and the United States uh, now, so my mom is going to be able to see her granddaughter for the first time, and oh. it's just going to be really beautiful. And uh, yeah, so all of us are going to the mountains. We got this lovely holiday adventure planned for Christmas. So what I'm saying is, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this year, and I hope yeah. everyone listening does as well. I hope this year just ends on such a great note compared to how it started, and um, next year it's going to be amazing. 
It is. From Connell Cruz to the world, 100%. We were just talking about this on my show earlier, and we all need to make a very, very decided effort to make it happen, though. It's not just going to happen. We've got to choose it. We've got to make that happen. So thank you for inspiring us, and thank you for gifting us with the music. Um, Any messages for your South African fans, for the Jack Rand FM listeners, before I say goodbye? Absolutely. Yeah, I've got a a ton of messages. I wish I I had another half an hour to tell uh, all of your listeners and all of my fans in South Africa how much I love you and how much you mean to me um, and how grateful I am that even with the craziness of these last two years um, and how difficult it's been on every single person on this planet um, to feel your love to know that you are backing my music and supporting it and listening to it and enjoying it. It means the world to me. And it's a feeling. I wish I could give this feeling to every single one of you. Um, and if you're listening to this, this is my very uh, small feeble attempt to just impart this gratitude that I have to you uh, back your way. So thank you so much. Be safe. Uh, I love you. I think about you constantly. I'm working so hard in the studio to make music that is just going to be with you forever. And, um, and that's my heart's desire. So enjoy it and uh, be safe. As I said, yeah, have a great rest of 2021 and I'll see you in 2022. Yes, that's a promise. Connell Cruz, thank you for hanging out with me. Enjoy the rest of your year and please keep the music coming. We, we need it and we love it.